This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh snacks are, uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, we have a week of the NFL. Well, we still got two games tonight, but we've basically got a week of NFL joining everything else under our belt. And uh, it feels real good to have more fat athletes out there for us to watch. Oh, it's delightful to have football back. And I, it was something I wasn't sure was going to happen. It just felt like it wasn't going to happen and it felt kind of impossible to keep going in a safe way but so far so good through almost week one um the nfl is underway and what a game (laughs) yesterday oh my god the roller coaster of emotions in the bears game but yeah football's back fat guys are back and most importantly fat snacks are well they were never gone but they're back in a more acceptable way thanks for tuning in as always follow us on twitter at i'm fat pod Instagram at I'm Fat Pod, Facebook at I'm Fat Pod, Gmail uh, is I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. We've got a Patreon site, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. And we announced last week the launch of our T Public merchandise shop. We've got the I'm Fat Podcast logo for sale. We've got the uh, generic French fry bag and pizza box designs for sale, the 0.0 marathon design for sale. And a bunch of people have jumped on. A lot of people are excited about those products there's a direct link to use when you purchase from our t public store so if you if you're interested in taking a look go to any of our social media accounts you'll see the link tree in our bios there it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash i'm fat pod and it will take you it links to really everything we have to offer that t public one is right on top there that will take you to the right link the right way to buy and uh, help out the podcast. We'd appreciate it. And oh, by the way, if you are a Patreon subscriber, if you're someone who gives to us monthly, you get an all-time uh, 30% out, 30% off TeePublic discount code only for our Patreon users. So there's some incentive to help out the podcast in as many ways as possible. We've got a ton to talk about, though, today, Rick. And uh, man, yesterday, strapping it in for football, just delightful just i was so excited man oh just, yeah i just went shopping for apps <laughs> like <laughs> i don't want a meal i don't want a meal and you know Addie, my daughter Addie is like she's right there with me she's like we gotta get some apps and desserts i'm like slow down dessert we'll get dessert don't worry we get we did get three pints of ben and jerry's nice but we did some jalapeno poppers some bagel dogs we were all over the place yesterday and it was awesome i'm telling you those appetizer days whether for football or really regardless of situation People ahead of time are always like, well, I don't know, but those are the best days. Like I, I was it for, I think it was, I, I'm pretty sure I've told the story on the pod before of we did that for Christmas at my grandma's one year because we knew there was never going to be like everybody at the house at once, but it was going to be a bunch of people popping in and out. So it was like my mom and my brothers were there the entire time, but like we just made sure to bring a ton of appetizers. So like there was, uh, we had our favorite. We had shit on a shingle. There, we had, <laughs> uh, we had like chips and dips. We had, I think, a little bit of some form of chili. I mean, like those doing that type of stuff. 
I mean, that's just the best. And it makes it feel more low key as opposed to having like a big boy meal. So, yeah, I'm always if anybody ever says you want to just get a bunch of apps. The answer is always yes. Yes. And during a football game, especially and especially like week one is when everybody sort of straps it down for a full day of football. Mm-hmm. You know, you sit down on the couch and you just know you're going to be there until 11 o'clock when Monday, when uh, Sunday Night Football ends and you're just, you're just grazing the whole time. That's how it works. You just kind of eat the whole time. You fill a little plate, have some chips, have some dips, whatever. But, man, hope made yesterday. Um, poppers is the wrong word. They were like, um, why am I blanking on this? Like bacon-wrapped jalapenos. Oh, they were like, yeah, like jalapeno boats almost. So some were cream cheese with little flecks of bacon in the cream cheese. Some were we had leftover buffalo chicken that we made buffalo chicken uh, sliders earlier this week. So we took that leftover buffalo chicken and, and put those in the jalapenos and wrapped those in bacon. Oh, those were so good. And I think it's um, yeah, Mariano's. You can go buy already prepared like jalapeno boats they just sell them in a tray or the or they're like in the you know where you buy the meat like where you buy the bacon or the steaks or whatever yeah they've got them separated and they'll just put them on a tray for you god i love that man it's such a good snack and they're so easy so easy to make just you know take those seeds out if you want to if you want to be a wuss about it (laughs) no um and and wrap that thing in bacon put some cheese on it and that that to me that that is an under underrated uh tailgate snack appetizer snack those those jalapeno boats are phenomenal i think my favorite that is underrated or at least i just don't see it as often maybe it's properly rated but i just don't see it very often is if someone can do onion straws well Mm. oh that is the best especially if like you can make sure that like the batter doesn't like come off of it or whatever you know crumb you know however you're coating the onion just like stays on there man that is the best like because then it's light it's flaky but you still get that taste so oh yeah that's so are you, the key are you just snacking on onion straws no okay because i was I gonna mean, say I like did, i didn't this week like i'm not so judging I, you no i'm just I, asking is that how you do it oh no like i because hmm, i'm weird because yes. for so many years well yeah for like yeah i remember for like six seven straight years i didn't have the opportunity to just sit down and watch a, a day of football because or of nfl football because i was working the pre and post game show i was the highlights guy i was always working so like now that i've had it for a, a couple years i still haven't settled into a routine because like i'm normally watching the games by myself because uh Colleen has minimal interest or she's working or she's really finding anything else to do. And then sounds amazing. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But then it's like, (laughs) but then it's like, I'm not creative enough slash adept at cooking anything enough to really be able to do warm things. I have to get like prepackaged things. You've got the air fryer, the great well, culinary equalizer. Well, yeah, now that's very true. But this is my first football season with the air fryer. So now I have to recalibrate a little bit and figure out things I can do in the air fryer. Oh, man. You, you, the world is your oyster, Rick, especially if you're alone. You don't have to have like the shame. Like, did you really eat 50, uh, you know, buffalo uh, zingers? Maybe. Maybe. Was that 50? It didn't feel like 50. It no. felt more like 40. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we, yeah, yesterday, man, it was just ideal. And I would, the only thing that went wrong, the only thing was that the bagels dog, bagel dogs were done at 12.02. So I had to go back and rewind the kickoff of the Bears game. That was the only miscalculation, but it's a week one mistake. It's week one for everybody, as we know. But the, uh, the bagel dogs are great. Oh, and we also bought a box of these Auntie Annie's pretzel bites. They were good. They were really tiny. And when I opened the box, they were in a, like four or five individual bag servings i'm like no i'm making this entire tray of these i'm opening all these bags and then it comes with frozen butter packets so almost like what you would do like you know you catch a packet at a restaurant Mm -hmm. but it's full of frozen butter you throw that in a microwave 40 seconds and you've got the butter and you paint that on the pretzels and then you sprinkle the pretzels with salt oh man nice it was a good day but the the jalapenos stole the scene I, those are not poppers. I guess bacon wrapped jalapeno is the, is the technical term, right? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. would think so. Yeah. 
Oh, so actually, you brought up the term pretzel bites. I was going to bring this up later, but I might as well do it now. I saw on Twitter, I'm pretty sure it was longtime listener to the pod, Brandon Banks, that that said the new pretzel bites at Culver's yes. are better than their cheese curds, <laughs> which, like, like, let's be honest, by like... Dismissing that opinion. Well, I mean, let's be real about the the cheese curds from Culver's. For being fast food, they're incredible. However, compared to like the real ass, you know, a, a proper cheese curd, yeah, yes. a proper cheese curd, they're they're yeah, they're fine. However, these pretzel bites, I got them yesterday, so I leave the house to head to to head to work. So I'm listening to the ninth inning of uh, Alec Mills's no hitter, and. I get them and there's 10, like 10 of them and they're in a box and they come with their own thing of beer cheese. Okay. This is a good start. Good start. They, I was worried they would be like too dense because I wasn't sure how they were prepared or anything like that. Excuse me. Anything like that. And the outside has just that right amount of, it's not even crunch. I guess it's technically crunch. But it's like a real solid outside. But then once you bite into it, really light and fluffy center. And with that, the beer cheese is, it's like a lighter beer cheese. Is it warm? It is warm. Oh, boy. I am here. I I don't know about the (laughs) statement as in comparison to the cheese curds. But these pretzel bites are legit. And if you have a Culver's near you, you need to give them a try because I was thoroughly impressed. All right. So give me the what's the price point and how many am I getting? You get I believe it was 10 of them for 379, I believe was the number. Okay, that's about what I expected. All right. I'm going to try them. I think saying they're better than cheese curds is a stretch, but I'm going to try them. By the way, speaking of things to try Mm -hmm. Wednesday. Is the day spicy McNuggets are out, dude? Yes. This Wednesday, we're you and I are going to have to calibrate and do like a live taste test on Twitter or something like that, Agreed. where you and I jump on there together and do something because um, it's a big day. And I saw a review. I didn't read the whole thing. Said it's funny. I don't want food spoiled for me. <laughs> but the review I sent it to you um, said they're good. It says they live up to the hype. And I have very low. I'm going into this with very low expectations. I'm I'm seeing this Same. as a fad, as not a permanent menu item, and I'm not huge on the other spicy McDonald's chicken products. They're usually kind of like, eh, they're okay. Mm-hmm. But if these McNuggets can maintain the, what makes a McNugget great is that very special batter. It's a different kind of a batter than most nugs in fast food joints. If you can have that batter and have it spicy, I'm I'm. I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off, but if they do, that might be my new order. I'm hoping they pull it off. Yeah, same here, because I've said many times, when it comes to actual food in in and of itself, I'm not the biggest McDonald's guy. Maybe for breakfast, I'll get a sausage McMuffin here or there. but Those are so good. Yeah, (laughs) but like outside of that... McDonald's doesn't do it for me near as much as Wendy's. And like, especially when I consider where I'm at now, the places that are closest to me are Wendy's, it's Culver's, it's White Castle, it's Popeye's. Like those are the places that are closest to me. I have to go, mind you, not actually that far, but I do have to go a smidge to get to a McDonald's. I gotcha. I just, McNuggets are my go-to meal and McNuggets are to me the best fast food nugget. By the way, speaking of, well, it's not speaking of Popeye's, but uh, how far are you from a KFC? Because now I've seen this commercial for these KFC special recipe fries and they've got my attention. The commercial is very appealing uh, and it looks delicious. So I'm wondering like, do the fries have some sort of seasoning that gives them the flavor of the chicken? Not like a chickeny flavor, but does it have that sort of a spice that the, the chicken seasoning has? Method she yeah, because they're oh, saying that the special recipe fries. Uh, I have a, a KFC one block from the Popeyes. I'm pretty sure the KFC is still open, but it's just like every time I drive by it, there's like six cars in line of Popeyes and none at KFC. So I'm hoping it's still open because I will definitely give them a, give them a try. It's it's interesting to me because as a kid, we almost never got Popeyes. It was always KFC, and it may have been a proximity thing. 
And my dad loves KFC. That's his fa- like he loves 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 KFC. So that could be why. Um, but I feel like in recent years, and I don't think it's just from the chicken sandwich. I feel like that's unfair. But there's been a flip where Popeyes has become the more popular of the two, and then Brown's chicken, which I think has the best actual chicken, is almost a not, not even a thought anymore. That's true. There was when I was living in Geneva, of all places, Geneva had a Brown's chicken, which uh, definitely surprised me. But I I think I went there once. And outside of that, I mean, we had like everything about we had everything there, though. Like there was there was KFC, there was Popeye's, there was Brown's like you had your choice. But that's interesting because. I, it's just for whatever reason, I guess I didn't grow up with Browns. There wasn't like the one in Geneva was the closest one to where I lived in West Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it was never really a th- in my thought process. It was always KFC because we didn't have a Popeye's near us either. And then the now that there's a wing stop close because it's like one of those uh, Pizza Hut wing stops. So that's an option now by my mom's house. But yeah, didn't KFC was the only option growing up, which is why. Probably since the time I got to college, my fried chicken intake has gone up considerably. <laughs> we just didn't have a whole lot of it because all we had was Popeye or a KFC as an option. Yeah, I have uh, Hope is working tonight, so it's me and Addie for dinner. And anytime I say, what do you want for dinner? Her first thing is Popeye's. Popeye's? Addie, we can't have Popeye's five nights a week. I'm sorry. I, w- I want you to live past 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of chicken, I know not all of our listeners are social media people. Mm-hmm. Again, we're on Twitter and on Instagram at I'm Fat Pod. Last week, I tried two of the new B-Dub sauces. I did not try the uh, lemon pepper. I did not try the orange chicken. But I did try the uh, Carolina Reaper, and I tried the pizza sauce. And I know it's hard to say that, like pizza sauce. It is the pizza wing sauce. Okay, so Carolina Reaper... It was definitely hot. They claim that to be hotter than the Blazin. Okay. I'm not so sure about that. I will say this. Blazin at B-Dubs, if you've ever had it, I know a lot of our listeners have probably had it. It has a good taste to it. It's smoky. It's a flavor you enjoy, so you're willing to put up with the heat because it actually tastes good. Carolina Reaper, to me, was just purely hot. Meh. Like, it tasted like hot sauce. But there wasn't like an enjoyable like, oh, this is a, a tasty experience I'm having. It was kind of like, OK, yeah, it's hot. It's it's a, like I said in a video, if you want if you're looking for a challenge, then Carolina Reaper will do it. Like, hey, can you eat eight of these in a minute or whatever? Yeah, you're going to hurt yourself and your beehole. But the blazing actually tastes good. The Reaper didn't taste good. Now, the pizza. First thought. I was like, OK, it's kind of good. It, it reminds me of if you took like the Papa John's garlic sauce and then you put like oregano and like just a little dash of like tomato sauce in there that's kind of how the pizza was and i'm like i would not eat this on a wing okay that was my thought i'm like it doesn't taste bad i would not eat this on a wing however as i said that i found myself dipping my desert heat dry seasoned wings in the pizza sauce and really liking it again i don't think i'm gonna get boneless wings or Anything with the wing sauce already tossed on it, like standard wings, mm-hmm. I would not get the pizza. But as a side dip, I really liked it. It was sort of a, a change of pace, uh, and it had a good spice to it. I, I sort of liked it. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Interesting. I hmm, Maybe I'll have to do the same at some point this week. Because I, I think this week we're, we're finding out that uh, by schedules... I might not see my wife outside of when she's already in bed asleep when I get home from work for the entire week. So a lot of times when we do that kind of stuff, obviously she's always in on uh, on B-dubs as well. She is as big of a B-dubs person as you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So us having, us having one like less than 10 minutes from the house is absolutely a thing. And you've got a good one by you. Yeah. 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 The one in Lombard is really good. Uh, I, I've always... I've. I think I've only had one for the many, many, many times I've been in there. I've only had like <laughs> one bad experience. So that's that's a win to me. You know where you will not have a bad experience, Rick, as my voice cracks like a 12 year old. Dr. Squatch, natural soap company. Uh, our, our listeners, as we said every week, have really jumped on and have uh, joined Squatch Nation with aplomb. 
it seems like every other day I get an email from someone just saying, hey, I got my Dr. Squatch today and I love it. Thank you for the recommendation. You want to check out Dr. Squatch for yourself. I promise you, you're making an investment in yourself when you buy Dr. Squatch premium soaps. Your skin's going to be better. Your health's going to be better. You're going to smell better. You're going to feel better. DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code I'm fat when you check out. You're going to save 20% on your order. You're going to help out the podcast. So some recommendations here. First and foremost, the hair care kit is absolutely outstanding, and it's a must. I was 42 years old when I learned you're not supposed to shampoo your hair every day, and you're also not supposed to use shampoo to wash your entire body. Yeah, I was 42 when I learned that when I joined Dr. Squatch. So you get the shampoo, you get the conditioner, condition every day, shampoo every two or three days. Then you're going to want to get a couple thick bricks of soap. If I was starting off my first time, I would get myself the pine tar. That's sort of the flagship uh, soap they have there. Smells great. Exfoliates like crazy. Then get yourself the cool, fresh aloe. No exfoliant on that one, but the smell is tremendous. It will moisturize your skin. DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code. I'm fat. They've got the Squatch quiz on the top right corner. Take that quiz. They'll tell you what's best suited for you. And pro tip. That soap saver is a must. It's going to make your investment last two or three times longer than it would if you just put it on the, the you know edge of your bathtub or in your shower. You're going to want to get that soap saver to protect your investment. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm fat. Uh, Jay, one other thing, too, is we got someone on Twitter, I believe, asking about, well, you know, uh, being sensitive to some of the stronger scents. The nice thing is that while if you want a stronger scent, you can get one. There are also more subtle scents. I'm using one of them right now. The eucalyptus Greek yogurt works really well. That one does exfoliate and it's not the strongest scent in the world. So if you're a little more sensitive to those strong smells, uh, there are options for you as well. So do not be intimidated by some of the bigger more bolder smells at all don't be intimidated by those there are there are some that are definitely stronger smelling than others i would say the cool fresh aloe it's it is my favorite smell on earth but it is like you'll come in your bathroom and you'll smell it right away uh like not as strong smelling the deep sea goat's milk isn't as strong um and the one you mentioned um the eucalyptus greek yogurt right Mm -hmm. and and the spearmint basil isn't super strong smelling either so uh, whatever you're looking for at Dr. Squatch, they're going to help you out. DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm fat. Rick, I have become a fan of uh, a new potato chip. It's not a new company, but I have discovered a new king in the potato chip industry. A king? A king. Utz, who you know from the pretzel nuggets. Utz potato chips. I went to the Jewels yesterday, got myself the Utz Red Hot Chips. And then the Utz Ripples, which is their version of Ruffles. Oh, man, they're so good. A better, like, sometimes I'll say Jay's chips have a bit of a burnt taste to them. Okay. Just just a little bit. I think Lay's can be a little too crumbly and flaky. Utz is right in the middle. It's right in the middle, and their Red Hot Chips are way better than what I typically get, the Flamin' Hot Jay's. Utz Red Hot Chips are tremendous, and the ripples were great today with my peanut butter and jelly. Those are tastes that are uh, intertwined for me. Peanut butter and jelly and ruffles go together like peanut butter and butter. Peanut butter and jelly. They go together very well. (laughs) Peanut butter and butter. butter. You know what? I haven't tried that. Perhaps peanut butter and butter. That sounds good. Uh, But, yeah, the Utz Chips are fantastic. So if you're at your store and you see them, try them. I promise you'll like them. Interesting. Did you see the uh, Mina Kimes thing this week that she put on Twitter of like a flub from when they were recording? I think it was NFL Live one day. No. She said she hadn't eaten lunch before they started recording. So while they're talking about the Colts, she meant to say Philip Rivers and actually said peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. See, that's a Freudian fat slip. Yep. I appreciate that from she's not fat, though. No, not at all. She is quite the opposite. So, but yeah, so I had something else to this week that uh, was new to me. So last night I'm on my way home from work. It's like 1245 in the morning. I I knew that we were in need of toilet paper. So I'm like, okay, let's see what's what's actually open. So there was a 24 hour Walgreens, which not as many are anymore. So I appreciated that one being open, got toilet paper, walked down the candy aisle and because, you know, the candy aisle direction was 
right towards the paper product. So, of course, you have to go down that aisle. Yeah, of course. And I see a new Starburst that I had not heard of before. Oh. The Starburst Duos. So this is a blue and pink wrapper. And it's I like that they came up with two what they deemed as really good flavors and just stuck with that. They didn't try and make any more. So one of them is half blue, half yellow, and it's blue raspberry lemonade. Oh. And the other one is part green, part like purple, like pink, purple-ish. Yeah, I'm and looking that's at it now. And that's strawberry watermelon. Oh, hell yes. And it's just a normal-sized pack of just those two flavors. And let me tell you, awesome. Wow. They are really really good those flavors sound perfect for me that's exactly what i want we've got a little shop here in homewood uh called pop's snack shop and we went in there the other day and just addy and i just loaded up on crap like just like extreme uh what is it airheads extreme like nice. the rainbow bacon strips and like um i got hope starburst uh gummies which were pretty good she liked those she hope loves starburst so i got her those we got like you know Mike and Ike's and like all that kind of stuff, but then they had the Albany's brand Whoppers that we talked about last week. Yeah. Oh my, the giant like pinball size Whoppers made by the Albany's Gummy Bear Company, the best I've ever had. I got like you know um, maybe twenty of those for five bucks. I'm like hell yes, I'll buy this every week. They are so good. Yeah. It's just like the perfect hit of malt and chocolate, like. You know, like sometimes at night you're like, I need, I just need something sweet. Like I need a hit of chocolate. That's me all the time, and it's hard to get like just a small hit of chocolate. That's perfect. One or two of those, um, they're not whoppers. What do they call them? A malt ball. Yeah, malt and milk perfect. Balls. Yeah. yeah, malt and milk ball. Thank you. That is that is the perfect snack when you just need that little hit of sweet, that little hit of chocolate uh, at night. Man, those were so good. I love that little shop. I got to go in there more often. I'm glad they opened like right before the pandemic. I'm like, how is this place going to survive? They shut down for a while and they reopen. And every time I go in there, there's people shopping. So hopefully they have Starburst duos. I'm going to go look today. I, I got to try those. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, and when I was in there, I noticed they had your Haribo Cola Onlys. Oh, if we if we lived in it within a reasonable distance to drive for the pure reason of dropping off candy, <laughs> I would have gotten them for you. However, well, not quite so much. But if Walgreens has them by you, they probably have them by me. That's a yeah. place I haven't looked. Okay. That give that a look. Now, okay. now I I do you led me to a perfect transition here. Because you brought up going to get candy and you brought up your wife. Mm-hmm. And I got this troubling message from Hope this week. She Uh-oh. sent me a message on Facebook. What the hell? <laughs> do you have any idea where I'm going with this? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll read this verbatim. Oh, God. I need to talk to you about your boy, Jay. He just said, quote, red candy is overrated. He took the yellow and orange first. <laughs> if you'd like to stage an intervention on the next episode, let me know. <laughs> so, Jay, uh, we're here now. It's you. <laughs> it's me. Uh, it is the, the concerned thoughts of your wife. I don't know how your daughter feels about this, but let's try and leave her out of this for now. Uh, it, it's the listeners as well. What do you have to say for yourself? All right. Well, here's the, this is the, she left this out. As I told you, I brought her the Starburst gummies and she said, you want to try some and dumped a bunch out on the table. And I took an orange and a yellow knowing that she liked the red the best because I'm a good husband. And I think about those things. And she's like, why don't you take a red one? I'm like, eh, to me, the gap between red and orange is not that steep. So I was happy to get an orange one, right? To her, she really likes the red ones a lot better. So I knew it was more important for her to have a red one than it was for me to have a red one. Overrated, I did say that, but the context is missing. When I say overrated, to me, it's not as much better as it is to other people. It's still the best, but it's not like head and shoulders better than a yellow or it is a yellow an orange or whatever other color. I don't think the gap is that is that wide. 
Okay, I uh, I feel like it is a normal thing for people that are in interventions and in these situations to try and deflect <laughs> to some context involving someone else that they love, whether that might hurt them or not. So I question you a little bit. I mean, to me, I think there is a significant gap between the red and the orange. I actually have, I actually like the yellows uh, better than the orange, at least in the case of Starburst for sure and Skittles. You know, you interrupting you you can vouch for me on this when you split up your skittles at work i never took red ones no that is true and actually i think in the chat uh hope and i talked about that too yeah uh but yeah like you would you would go for the oranges which was fine by me because purple yeah purple you go for the purples quite a bit which is all you know also fine by me because i'm like shoot if you're taking one of them that i really you know one of the first I would get rid of, yes, you, yes, the purples are just fine. And honestly, and if you rounded the reds, obviously you could have had some of the reds as well. But I did find it interesting that uh, you weren't big on taking the reds. And I, I think it is a little bit troubling because can you tell me another color that has gotten an entire pack of a candy dedicated to it? Brown. No. <laughs> Brown. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end result thank you of every <laughs> <laughs> you're right by the way speaking of purple uh did you see mike mccarthy's face with the mask on it yesterday <laughs> good lord oh my that, god that was that that mask was hanging on for dear life oh my god it really was oh that's that's a great a transition right there good lord that just got me Oh, like, dude, you got to try those on before the game. Seriously. Like, I said, <laughs> like, we've had, what, pandemic started in March. You've had that many months. You've had six months to find a mask to fit you properly, dude. Seriously, like, Sean McVay <laughs> has a third of the faces him, and yet he had, like, he made sure he had extra. Like, you know, he had some, like, the extra loop there, so if he wanted to, he could loosen it a little bit. Well, I love Sean McVay, too. Mask down, but covering his mouth with the play sheet so no one could read his lips. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, <laughs> if, only there, if only there was a thing currently on your face that could protect your mouth. Right. Like, I almost wonder if some coaches are going to be like, oh, okay, this isn't quite as bad. I mean, I get some of it's just, you know, like habits or habits, and those are really hard to break. But yeah, that's, I, or you have <laughs> our, guy, <laughs> our guy, our the, guy in the onion ring of honor for so many reasons, Andy Reid with the face shield of fogginess. I mean, the memes were incredible. The gifts were incredible. I mean, it was so foggy the entire time, whether it's from just like the heat emanating from his, like from his face <laughs> Or if it's from his heavy breathing, I like pacing the sideline. I mean, that was that was a sight to behold. Oh my god! Now, was but that, that great. that's a guy who's self aware. That's a guy who knows like whatever mask I put on, it's gonna look bad. Uh, I would I would think Andy Reid would be a Gator guy, right? You can yeah, agree. Yeah, big guys can make that work. But man, the best part of that too, if you didn't see this, Andy Reid went full face shield, and like within two minutes of the game, it was completely fogged over. Uh, we had that weather this week, Rick, where it was like sort of warm, but super humid. Like you just couldn't get your windows unfogged. Yeah, that was that was Andy Reid's mask. And then if you noticed, he had it like permanently installed to his baseball hat. Like there was some sort of button or clip on top so it wouldn't come undone. It got so sweaty and humid inside the inside the mask that the visor of his hat had like a sweat ring on it. <laughs> Yes. so moist in there oh it's so gross i mean that, I remember, that's why that's why i don't wear hats much is because the sweat ring will happen yeah I, I i just know it i'm aware of it i love the look of hats but i honestly don't know if i would look at a decent with hats anyway i mean i wonder if my face has kind of gotten too big for it to where <laughs> if i like put the hat on it's Sorry, like, sir. I, i'm just gonna have like pear head where it's like going to be a little smaller up top. And then once you get like past, once you get to the jawline, it's just like, Whoa. oh boy. Yeah, I can see that. Not for me. I can see the concern. I don't, I think you'd be okay wearing a hat, but oh my God, dude. Andy Reid was just amazing. <laughs> it's a treasure. Oh, it's so funny. It's so. <laughs> How did he see? How did he call plays? <laughs> I don't know. And he wears glasses anyway, right? Yes. So he's, he's dealing with the double fog situation. Right. Like he should have known this was going to happen. 
Oh my god, it was so good. It it was so funny. And I love that dude. All ga- you could tell, like, there was probably one camera guy for NBC where they were like, "Listen, whatever else happens in this game, you keep your camera on Andy <laughs> Reid the entire time, so we can go to it. I don't care if you need a break. Oh. That is our default. We are going back to Andy Reid. It was perfect. It just, I saw it and my heart just lit up. Like, we have this forever. And maybe we can get, like, some sort of Andy Reid design made for our tea Public shop uh, that we can sell, too, because it's just perfect, man. Like, that, it's so good. That 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 yeah. was, like, a moment made for us. You know what the main color of all of his garb is right now? What? Red! <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> All right, one more thing I wanted to get to before Ask a Fats. Uh, watching the Notre Dame football game, I'm a big Notre Dame fan. I grew up watching every game with my grandfather. That will never go away for me. I don't care how corrupt they get, and I know they're corrupt, and I acknowledge it. Anyway, Little Caesars aired a commercial, probably every other break, of a half pizza, half cheesy bread pizza order. This, my friend, is an ingenious invention. Did you see this? I did. I, I mean, I find it. Fa- it's actually kind of some. It depends on how many people you're with. Like if you're with enough people, then it's just like, OK, you get the pizza and you get the bread. But if it's you and one other person or just you, then that is absolutely perfect because you get the best of both worlds. It is called the slices and sticks pizza. Uh, and you're right. This is a perfect thing for a, for one or two people watching a football game, and this is great timing for Little Caesars because that's what most of these things are going to be now is you're going to be watching with a chosen friend, like someone from your chosen COVID bubble, you know, where you, you can – well, this will accommodate a small group. It looks like one, two, three, like four or five big slices, and then it's eight slices of breadsticks, cheesy bread. I'm trying this. And by the way, as far as, you know, crappy chain pizza goes – Little Caesars is really damn good. I've never had an experience where I was like, this is crap. I've always enjoyed Little Caesars. The crazy bread helps for sure. Um, but I think Little Caesars is damn good. No, it's, yeah, like it's, hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it's on the tier with in terms of like better than Papa John's. Better than Papa John's. Better. Probably, I would say is Pizza Hut the standard goat for chain pizza? I think so. Yeah, so I would say a notch behind Pizza Hut, maybe even with Domino's, okay. depending on what yeah. you're sort of into. That's, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I, I can go, I can roll with that for sure. So, but yeah, I I haven't had Little Caesars in a minute now because like by the time I'd moved back into my parents' house after uh, college, there was a Little Caesars there that wasn't there before. So we took Ooh. advantage of that when we were like, eh, we're lazy. Let's just get it on the way home. And it obviously works out perfect. So, yeah, I'm here for that. We've got one in Chicago Heights that's uh, right by the Chinese place we go. We go to China Inn for our Chinese, and it's right there. Um, so I'm going to have to roll in to uh, Little Caesars and say, give me that five. Pizza are like five bucks. You right. get a whole pizza for five bucks. That's incredible. So, yeah, I'm going to have to try this thing. It looks really good. Perfect for a football game day, right? That it's It seems perfect. Yes. Okay. I, I know we're late for Ask a Fats. One last NFL thing. All right. Sebastian Janikowski is retired. So we've yeah. been on the look for another fat kicker. And the fattest kicker in the NFL did us and the Cincinnati fans dirty yesterday. Randy Bullock is a chubby kicker. And he doesn't really hide it very much. Like he's pretty much almost he's almost to the Janikowski pot belly level, but he's just not quite there yet. Has a uh, 31 yard field goal to tie a game and send it to overtime for the Bengals against the Chargers. And on his on that kick, he pulls a calf. He pulls his calf fat and misses the kick and the Bengals lose the game. We can't have this. No. If we're going to have a fat kicker, like getting injured, okay, that's kind of par for the course. Janikowski would get injured, but you know what he would do? Make his kicks, too. Yes, that's essential. Um, 
Yeah, he did. He did the he did the fat community dirty. There's no doubt. Part of me was like he saw he was going to miss and faked it. Oh, my leg. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought at first until like that. That reaction was like immediate. Remember when Mike North wanted the Bears to take uh, Sebastian Janikowski over Brian Urlacher? Yeah, that was cool. uh, not shocking or fun. Also, when he wanted them to take Wally Zerbiak, number one in a draft. That was another one that I remember. I wonder like, why he would want Wally Zerbiak over somebody else. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, let's get to your Ask a Fat questions. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Send us your Ask a Fat questions at imfatpod at gmail.com or write us on the Facebook page at imfatpod. By the way, there's a I'm Fat Podcast fans group on Facebook too that's super active and there's tons of people sharing great stuff on there. So join that too. Rick, you should get on there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so this one, this one came from Facebook. This is from Brandon. He says you're given a blank check but you can only use the money from the check to build, open, and promote your own restaurant. What type of restaurant do you open? What's your signature dish? What celebrity fat do you get to promote it? Now, I know this is... I'm going to give Rick a moment to um, ponder this because it's mm-hmm. the first he's heard of it. If I'm opening a restaurant, I think something that will always be popular is pub food. I know it's kind of maybe a cop-out, but like burgers, wings, chicken tenders, onion rings, appetizer platters, those sort of things, the kind of places people go to watch football games, to hang out, to drink beer, all those sort of things. So that's the type of restaurant I open. My signature dish is going to be some sort of a killer burger. And I may be stealing this a little bit, but my friends at Carol's Pub, the uh, Honky Tonk in Chicago, they have a Nashville uh, Honky Tonk burger with Nashville hot chicken onion rings on top. So they put a Nashville hot chicken batter in the onion ring batter. Oh, yeah. That would be my signature dish. I'd just call it something creative and be like, uh, the J Burger or something. <laughs> and then just do that. Because that, to me, sounds perfect. Because I love a nice, thick onion ring and a burger. But to add that little bit of spice to it would be phenomenal. And then Celebrity Fat. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because... You know, when you think about, like, you want, like, a Chicago kind of a guy, but I don't want it to be Belushi. Chris Farley's dead. John Candy's dead. We need to establish a new Chicago fat guy. This needs to be done because we don't yeah. really have one. You know, like, I mean, John Vincent, he's Mongo. a good guy. Ah, he's got his own <laughs> restaurant, though. Mongo's got his own restaurant. Does huh. d- Does your I restaurant have a champagne room? No. Okay. T- to keep Mongo out. I have my answer. My favorite fat athlete in Chicago is Akeem Hicks. Yep, that's the guy. That's a good one. That's my guy. Akeem Hicks is my promoter. Okay. I, I think mine might be slightly similar just because I don't want mine to be straight barbecue. I would want it to be like a barbecue bar so that there are burgers. There, uh, There is you know more of that type of lean to the wings if there are them, but primarily a barbecue restaurant. That's got, you know, probably like a whiskey bar type thing. I'm just trying to think of, you know, what goes well with the barbecue in terms of if I'm going to John Taffer the hell out of this. (laughs) So uh, a signature dish, it would probably be some sort of a brisket burger that's got more. I'm more of an onion straw guy. 
So I'm just I'm debating if I want it to be a beef burger with brisket on top of it or a, you know, beef and brisket mix in the burger with onion straws. See, I'm more of a, a straw person when it comes to getting the onion involved on my burger. And then I wanted to have pepper jack and whatever, since it's brisket, whatever our closest barbecue sauce equivalent is to a Texas hot sauce. I will eat at your restaurant. And my celebrity promoter is, I'm, I'm going out of market, but if I can get Vince Wilfork wearing the overalls and the <laughs> ribs hat... I am so in on that, and I will take my chances because Vince Wilfork is amazing. What about what about Bart O. Locolone? That he would be another good one. I I don't know how good this is. This may be unfair, but it's probably just because I've never heard. I don't feel like I've ever heard him speak. I don't know how good his English is. Okay, that, that could be a little bit of a drawback. That's true. It, it would All be right. good to have him for the Spanish, obviously, but. I'm just in love with Vince Wilfork in the uh, overalls wearing the ribs hat. I think he'd be happy to help you. I would hope so. I th- but yeah, so th- I feel I feel okay. I feel good about my restaurant. Me too. All right. This question comes from Josh Nelson. With trick-or-treating being unlikely, will that influence you to reduce your spending on candy? Or will you get the same amount and increase your own consumption? I always overbuy we always overbuy, and we do it so we know that when the opening day parade rolls around for baseball, we've got some candy left. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're thinking about building a uh, – I saw this on the internet somewhere, like a uh, PVC pipe ramp where I can stand at the top of my steps and just drop candy down to kids, like into their buckets. Huh. Um, so with that in mind, I'm probably going to get more because I'm going to be over generous because I'm going to feel sad for the kids, right? It's kind of weird. It's going to be different. So I think I'm going to overstock on candy this year and just be more generous than ever. See, for us, it's a little weird because we're in a condo building. Yeah, so there's rough. there's not much there. But what I am going to do is I'm going to make a point to be more active on one <clears throat> of the great days. Well, hold on. Oh, on okay. one of the great days for fats on the calendar, the day after Halloween, when all that candy starts going on clearance. I feel like there's going to be more of it. There's going to be more variety in what type of candy you can get at a better price. So I am 100% here for the day after Halloween and what kind of candy and variety I can get on a discount. Speaking of that, I found my uh, Mallow Cream pumpkins yesterday. Very, very happy. The candy that only I like. Um, people, I think when I say that, people don't know what I'm talking about. You know, it's candy corn pumpkins. It's not the candy corn triangles, but it's a pumpkin-shaped candy corn. Love those. All right, got a question here from Bob. He says, as we move into fall and many of us realize our long pants got smaller over the summer, any suggestions on where to get big and tall items without breaking the bank? Good question, Bob. Uh, Rick and I very much uh, like Kohl's. Kohl's is a good place to go for your odd sizes here and there. Um, I also have had some pretty good luck at Target. Um, I don't think I've ever bought pants there because my inseam is so weird. I'm a 36 or 38, 29. It's almost impossible to find. So I almost always end up buying 30s and they're just like a little bit too long. But I've had good luck at Target. But Kohl's is a place where I go. If I need to buy something specific, that's almost where I go every time. But I do have luck with like T-shirts and shorts and stuff from Target too. And Old Navy's pretty good too. Uh have I told you my sports feed story? I don't think so. RIP. Okay. So one of really? the one of the two times I was asked to be on sports feed, uh, I I bring my clothes with, and you know I just grab you know didn't look too closely, just like okay, grab my clothes out of the closet and go because obviously you don't have a ton of options uh, that are going to fit well. Well, apparently didn't know that in being nice Colleen uh helped wash some of my dress shirts and i didn't know this so one that i thought still fit i get to the parking lot at gn and i start to put the thing on and it does not fit no oh boy so thank god there was a target nearby and they actually had a dress shirt 
that was my size. Or at least it was like a little big even. So that was a huge surprise to me. And thank you, Target, because of that, I didn't have to wear, you know, like my crappy gray zip up and a T-shirt that like I wore to work that day. Target has, you're right, their dress shirts. Their, is it Longfellow? It's something like that is the brand name of their like pinned, like, you know, you'll buy a pinned dress shirt. Like it's yes. pinned to the board. Mm-hmm. I've had great luck with those. And to me, you're, you're right, Rick. They're almost a little big because I can get the top button to button, which I can never do. I always had to go buy those button extenders. Okay. Do you know what your neck size is on your dress shirts? 20. Oh, wow. Okay. I have now, obviously it's been a minute since I've worn a dress shirt. Mine is like, I think 19 right now. Yeah. I have, I have like my head just goes into my neck. Well, or my you, shoulders. There's not really like a neck to be to be seen. Right, and as as everybody knows, you have a Kevin Mensch like cranium. So yes, so yeah, so I need so. But the, those shirts from Target, just a standard double X dress shirt, works for me. I don't know how, but it does every time. And I would say probably three out of my four dress shirts are from Target. And I will say, like the sleeves get a little long and they'll get a little bunchy, but I will sacrifice that for the comfort I get. It's a shirt I'm able to tuck in and look okay in from a retail shop that's almost impossible i thought like for a long time i'm like at some point i'm going to get custom made shirts and i don't want to do that because it's so damn expensive these ones at target work and if the sleeves are a real problem for you that you could probably bring to a tailor and they can fix so um yeah props to target for being a really good place for fats all right what's your next one i have one from patrick he says in honor of the start of football what are some of your favorite offensive or defensive line nicknames of all time? Now, I'm going with specific people. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I throw in, even though he's not a lineman, though, the Pillsbury throw boy, Jared oh, Lorenzen? Yes, because he's heavier than some linemen. Again, RIP. Yes. Uh, one of my favorites uh, and a guy who wants out of Detroit, Damon Snacks Harrison. Yes. Some whispers that he could be headed the Bears way, by the way, Snacks Harrison. Mm. And a guy you mentioned earlier, Mongo. Yes, that's Mongo's good. a great nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm trying to think. The uh the the Washington Redskins eighties oh, oh, linemen. Oh, 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 well oh, at the time oh. they were called that. Jeez. Yeah. Take it easy, Dick Stockton. He leaned into <laughs> Redskins like fifty times yesterday. Yeah, he kinda did. <laughs> uh but the yeah, just the hogs. You got to have the oh, logs yeah. on there. Right. Uh, Mark Schlereth was known as Stink. Because he peed all over himself. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> That's, I, I know which video is making you laugh, too. Uh, just thinking about that. But I'm trying to think if there's any others. Tank Johnson. Tank Johnson's good. And I know people are screaming at us because of the fridge. Fridge Perry yeah. is, of course, a yeah. classic. I. Like Keith Trailer and Ted Washington didn't have nicknames because they were too normal at the time because everybody or well, uh, Doug always called them Coke machines. You need two Coke machines in the middle of your defensive line. Boy, that was a different era, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Like, like, could you imagine two 350 pound guys now? No, no, they couldn't play. Right. Maybe one on like first and second down. And like, that's about it. You don't see anybody like that in the league anymore. No, Danny, like even Danny Shelton, who's like, that is a Coke machine. That dude. Yes. He's all like ass and legs. That guy. Yeah. Well, but he's, he's, he's like barely six feet tall. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Like Washington and trailer were like, were tall too. Mm-hmm. There's really no one like that. I think just like a big fat guy anymore. Right. Like now that he's lost some athleticism, uh, Don Terry Poe is kind of like that. Yeah. A little bit. And that's one. That's a great feat in uh, fat history. Is when he threw a touchdown pass. By the way, <laughs> for the Chiefs, and who was the head coach? Andy Reid. Of course he was. Of course. Of course. Okay. Let's see. The next one that I have is from Dave. What's the shortest distance one can get food delivered without being considered too fat? <laughs> Um. All right. Wow, that's a good question. I'll say not now. On, all right, not on your block. We've got to set parameters here. So, because anywhere, if you just can't leave the house, that's justifiable. We're saying this is normal times, and you have full ability to go get it yourself. Yes. I'm gonna say 
if you don't have to cross a street with a light, you're too lazy. Okay. So if there's not a major intersection between you and the place you're going, then then you're too lazy. Okay. That that's I would say like for for city living, it's probably a shorter distance. But right. let's say definitely not if it's on your own block, come on now. <laughs> Go get your damn food. That's even coming from me. Well, you're just going to get it faster that way, too. Yeah, ex- and you're going to pay less. Like, that's the thing. It's like with either with any of these apps, whether it's Uber Eats or, or you know, DoorDash or Postmates or whatever, like, you're paying a pre. It's like, how did this one burrito turn into, like, a $25 thing? Yep. That doesn't make any, well, it makes sense because they're gouging you, but, you know. Yeah, that's the thing that that is iffy. So I would say, hmm, make it at least a tenth of a mile. <laughs> a tenth of a mile. That's like a block. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a city block. <laughs> okay, a city block. Yeah. Wow, you have low standards, and I appreciate that. This one's from Jason. He says, what very good product could be improved by a slight alteration? For example, the regular crunch bar should be the thickness of the fun size crunch bars. Regular bars are too thin. That's a great example. It really is. Because I, I thoroughly agree. Or the entire thing should be the thickness of the edge of it. Because the edge is a little thicker, but then mm-hmm. where the like imprint is, is obviously a lot thinner. If the entire thing was as thick as the edge, it'd be a lot better. Right. That's a man. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Now I know, like, the first thing that came to mind to me was the Reese's peanut butter cups with the Reese's pieces crunched in them in mm-hmm. the peanut butter. The default sized peanut butter cups are. It's you don't even notice the peanut butter Reese's pieces in there. Okay. You have to buy the king cup to actually get the sensation. And the value of the Reese's pieces in there, but but again, those are two things that exist independently. I will say a full sized baby Ruth is not as good as a small baby Ruth for whatever reason. Maybe it's too narrow. Hmm. That's one thing I thought of. I would I would say that I think Kit Kat has gotten it right with the Big Cat. If they mm-hmm. just did a smaller version of the same thing. As opposed to like the two pieces or four pieces or whatever, which I get that it's at this point, it's just so iconic. It's not realistic to ask them to change it, but that's what I would do because I thoroughly enjoy the big cat. The Kit Kat big cat is really, really good. I like the fact that it's like stacked the way it is. So if they just did that on a smaller scale with the regular size one, I would be very much here for it. All right. I've got one more, by the way, that you're not going to expect me to answer. Anywhere that serves hot food. Now, I'm excluding tacos from this, okay? Mm-hmm. If you serve a sandwich that's warm, if you give me pieces of lettuce as opposed to shredded lettuce, it's better every time. Hot shredded lettuce is nasty. Yes, it is. It's disgusting. And on tacos, you can at least layer it so you're going to get different like temperature sensation. But you give me shredded lettuce on a burger... Hell no. Gross. If you're going to put lettuce on a burger or a hot sandwich, it's got to be a big hunk of iceberg crunchy lettuce. Yeah, that's one thing where Red Robin sucks at. They do the shredded lettuce thing, and it's just not great. Yeah, and then you just have a like a basket full of shredded lettuce that no one wants. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. All right, my last one comes from Kyle. How have ribs not caught on as a ballpark food? They're easily shareable, eat with your hands, and huge profit margins. I'd pay big money for a socks helmet filled with ribs. Which food <laughs> do you want more more at sporting <laughs> events? Oh, so there's two questions there. Well, here's the thing. My first thought is like, well, I don't want to get all messy at a baseball game, but almost everything served at a baseball game is messy. Yes. Like um, nachos, those are messy. So ribs don't, God, boy. But so the second question is, what what do I want in a ballpark? What do I want added to ballpark food? Yeah. I mean, they got it covered for the most part. I want the hot link. You know, I'm a sucker for. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's pretty easy to add. I mean, maybe just you know, the smoking aspect, if you're going that way, that could be a little different than what you're already doing. But You can get a pre-smoke, though. Yeah, that's true. Give me a hot link, damn it. All right, I like that. Um, Boy, I'm trying to think what I would add. Not a lot of places offer, like, buffalo chicken options. True. Like, you can get tenders. I know um, the United Center has good buffalo chicken tenders, but I wouldn't say it's a standard. So I'll throw that one in there. I'm pretty I'm pretty pleased, though. When I go to a ball game, I feel like I can pretty much get what I want. Now, here's my question. Now that Joe Madden has been fired, or not renewed, by the Cubs, is the Joe Madden hoagie gone? Because that was really good. There's like an Italian sub. I don't know. Maybe they just keep it there because he's accomplished, right? Like he won a World Series. I think Cub fans, even if they wanted him gone, still think of him fondly, right? So I wonder if they just keep that around as like the Ernie Banks burger and the Joe Madden hoagie, and they could certainly do that. That we'll have to find that out next year because I really love that Madden hoagie. That thing was great. And it had that Centro is the brand, Mm -hmm. um, like the the cherry pepper uh, like spread. It was like a spicy. Oh man, that stuff was good. I had actually asked Joe when we were had him on with on the score, like, "Hey, what is that stuff? Like, where can I buy that?" And he told me, and I ordered it, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's cool that Joe was willing to reveal a secret because you know. Oh, he's ask he's him. And I, I have to say, like, um, from the ratio of fame to nice guy factor, I think Joe might be the highest. Like, he was always, like, conversational and interested. And, like, anytime I asked him something stupid like that, he was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And he would, he answered you, like, he didn't treat you as if you were lower than him, which I always appreciate. There's a lot of people in sports that treat you that way. Right. Joe did not treat me that way or anybody as far as I know. And even in person when you got to see him in spring training, right? Oh, yeah. He was great. He recorded a a baseball greeting for the Homewood Baseball and Softball League a couple years ago. I said, hey, can you do a quick thing here? He's like, yeah. Let's go. Let's go in the hallway. Did it in my phone. Put like a 30-second message up there for the whole league. It was great. He he truly, I'll say like him and Doc Emmerich are the two nicest people I've met in sports. I like I and those two guys are hugely famous, especially mm-hmm. Madden. Oh yeah. I mean, Madden's the kind of guy who could be like, "Okay, buddy, yeah, screw you. Who are you now? Yeah, get me to the people that matter." No, not at all. He is a genuinely really super nice guy. Rick, one thing we forgot. A bunch of people uh, alerted us to this. The Ezekiel Elliott tattoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that says feed me on his stomach. Yes. Are you and I going to sue him? Because we've had those for years. Right. Yeah. I mean, I that's saw infringement. That. Right. And I also want to know why he came all the way out here to get the tattoo done by the same guy that we did. Yeah. I he. I mean, he could have at least put our logo next to it. Yeah. Oh, Rick. I smell a T-shirt idea. <laughs> the feed me tattoo. Yes. T-shirt. All right, we got to talk to our people at T Public. Yes, um, feel free yeah. to send us uh, your thoughts on uh, on shirt ideas too, because we are open to ideas from everybody else out there. Because hey, we all have different fat experiences and things that will resonate with different people. So by For all sure. means, there's plenty of creative people out there that are listening to this podcast. So shoot your ideas our way. Uh, yes, and check out our T Public shop. The best way to do that is to go to any of our social media accounts. Click on click on that link tree link that we have in all of our bios that will take you to, I mean, basically everything we have to offer. But right on top is that TV public page. It takes a special link for us to get our, you know, uh, the maximum benefit for Rick and I so use that link. That's the best way to buy. But check it out. we got the Italian pizza box. We've got the generic French fry bag, the I'm fat podcast logo, the 0.0 marathon all on tpublic.com. Everyone, I mean, we've sold a lot of stuff, Rick. I'm shocked by how many people have jumped on. I think like 30 or 40 people have already bought products from us. Uh, so we appreciate that support. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at I'm Fat Pod, Patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. We're easy to get a hold of. And uh, again, I know speaking for Rick, we, we appreciate your support so very much. It's been really remarkable how much this podcast has grown over the last two or three months. Absolutely. It's what I know when we took this away from the score and even when we just kind of started it in general, it was kind of a fun thing to just, you know, do and and hang out and talk for like an extra hour a week or whatever. And it's really like blossomed into so much more. And only some of that is due to us. A lot of that is due to you out there, 
you know, being as into it as you have been asking great questions, making us think about different stuff than we would have thought of. And, you know, there's, there's so much more we can do. We're always open to suggestions and, you know, we want this, like, this is to us, this is bigger than us now. Like it's, it's everybody. So we want this to be a great community that everybody wants to be part of and participating in. And the fact that it's gotten even close to that so far is more of a success than I would have imagined when we started this. I don't even know how many years ago now. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, this is episode 57, yeah. 58, somewhere in there. Something like that. And like you said, it just started as like a whim. And then it actually started as a fictional podcast. Yeah, like we joked it about it existing. And then we did it one time as a bit. And we're like, well, screw it. Let's keep going. People like it. And uh, what, what really surprises me, Rick, is like the interaction of people with us on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, people that are... T- you know, they act like they know us and they kind of do because we're out here sharing our most embarrassing selves every week. And I think people, you know, people relate to that. And I think that this podcast, even if you're not a fat person, uh, it gives you something to laugh about and something to take your mind off the complete shit show that our world is right now. Um, So thank you for making it worth our while. And uh, again, uh, your support is appreciated. Even if you can't throw in financially or buy a shirt or whatever, just listening just being there when we check the numbers every episode and say, wow, you know, 10,000, 15,000 people listen to this episode. Uh, it really is mind blowing. And uh, we can't thank you enough. All right. That seems like as good a note as any to end on. So for Jay, I'm Rick. And this is the I'm fat podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. More than a photographer, you're a biographer writing the rules. This is your school of shadows of shudder. Every thought you utter is how you get into it with the XPS. Get into your universe at Dell.com slash XPS. Verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform.